The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Hey, everyone out there. Thanks for joining us on this holiday edition of Financial Focus Radio Show. We do appreciate you spending a little bit of this holiday weekend with us and hope everyone out there is enjoying time with their family and loved ones. Uh, snowing at the mountain again, uh, so good news there. Hopefully we get more in the weeks to come, but we always appreciate uh, listeners to the show, and if you do want to be a part of the show, uh, please give us a call at 877-670-7117 uh, or submit an, uh, shoot us an email at either josh or tyler at northwestquadrantwealth.com, all spelled out, and we will address your question uh, on a segment of the show, but as always, thanks for spending some of your some of your weekend with us, especially this weekend. I know time is scarce. Uh, going straight to the markets, the bulls are uh, dominating here. I think it was a precursor to this rally that uh, we saw a bull rampaging down the streets of or the subway in Newark uh, <laughs> earlier last week. But bears are going extinct this December. Uh, we've got eight straight weeks of gains on the S and P 500. The S and P 500 finished the week. Uh, up about four-fifths of a percent. NASDAQ essentially the same, up uh, four-fifths of a percent. Small caps, the huge outperformers, uh, up 2.4% uh, in the trailing five days. Uh, international developed stocks still higher, uh, up about six-tenths of a percent there. And emerging markets, the underperformer, uh, led by Tencent over in China. Some crackdown coming uh, Chinese regulators based on video gaming, et cetera. Uh, the big tech companies there are just getting slaughtered as a result, uh, leading emerging market indices lower, down about 1.5% uh, on EM. 10-year uh, bonds uh, finished about 3.9%, so we gave up, give or take, 10 basis points, a uh, tenth of a percent this week. Uh, oil, $73.56 uh, a barrel for WTI and gold. Uh, $2,053 an ounce still staying uh, just off those highs. Uh, big news this week, of course, and I'll talk about it a lot more in the next segment, but uh, we're calling it the immaculate disinflation. <laughs> but uh, Friday's big news was the uh, Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, uh, which is the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, uh, came in at 3.2% year-on-year and just over uh, one-tenth of a percent month-on-month. -month. That uh, missed expectations for 0.2% uh, inflation for the month. And that, important to know, PCE strips out those volatile food and energy prices. And there's all these other indicators that they talk about now, uh, Supercore being one of them. It's closer to 4%. But uh, the idea is that uh, we are now, you know, we, we were here last July. Uh, sentiment completely flipped going into the fall. So it got very, very dour in September and October. But we are back at peak soft landing. And uh, if there, w there was an absolute rush uh, through, the, through the door to pile on duration uh, when it appeared as if you know, Fed, the Fed has totally changed tack in the middle of December. And uh, so interest rates have fallen pretty precipitously uh, across the Treasury complex. And, you know, of course, it, irrational, I don't know if you want to call it irrational exuberance, but uh, exuberance is back, and it's uh, we've got some <laughs> extremely greedy sentiment indicators out there. Uh, but, of course, everyone piling into risk assets, markets uh, now expecting or pricing in six interest rate cuts into 2024. Uh, that amounts to about 1.3% uh, anticipated decline in the forward part of the Treasury curve, uh, which would bring, you know, short-dated short yields to somewhere around 4%. Uh, keep in mind, Fed funds futures are notoriously inaccurate, but uh, now assigning a near 90% probability to that. Uh, you know, <laughs> Fed Chair Jay Powell 
we talk about a lot in the show. Does he risk becoming an Arthur Burns here? Something we'll talk about more uh, in the next segment. But there was a bevy of economic data this week, basically. Uh, durable goods orders came in 5.4% higher on a huge increase in aircraft orders. Uh, that's the biggest jump in three years. Um, November home sales, those numbers missed big, coming in at 590000 for the month versus 685000 expected. Uh, that's despite lower bargaining costs. Remember, the 30-year mortgage trails the treasury complex, um, and that's because of reinvestment risk, right? Uh, well, prepayment risk, really, is, you know, you can prepay that mortgage. And, of course, if anyone that got a mortgage in the last year or so, uh, definitely going to refinance if we get the anticipated cuts into next year. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why that uh, 30-year mortgage tends to lag uh, the Treasury complex so much. But uh, another economic data, consumer sentiment, uh, ebullient, 69.7. That's good for a five-month high. One-year forward inflation expectations down to about 3.1%. A lot of that actually just comes uh, and goes. That number just comes and goes with gas prices. Uh, but the, the, the five- and seven-year numbers are still a little bit elevated off that. Uh, consumer spending beat uh, for the month of November, double expectations. Uh, grew two-tenths of a percent versus 0.1 percent expected. Uh, you know, lots of news uh, really on the geopolitical front uh, this week, um, namely, you know, the ongoing war in Gaza uh, and, you know, potential concerns regarding that expanding to become a more regional or uh, regionally-based conflict. And uh, many, many shipping companies, uh, all the big MSC, Maersk, all, all the big multinationals, they are uh, diverting cargoes and tankers uh, around the Cape of Good Hope, uh, which adds, you know, millions of dollars in cost per voyage, uh, increases the ton miles on those ships. But um, importantly, you know, that could be a very big geopolitical flare-up, and we'll see uh, what the response is in terms of if there's any uh, U.S. airstrikes in Yemen. But uh, at this point, it looks to, you know, <laughs> U.S. has been pretty, uh, pretty restrained despite what you know, the Wall Street Journal actually reported on Friday are active and ongoing direct attacks on U.S. naval vessels. And we still have uh, yet to actually strike uh, Yemen mainland. But um, uh, the Wall Street Journal also reporting that Iran is essentially running interference and, um, and you know, marking tankers and uh, Israeli different vessels are being marked to be attacked. And, uh, of course, all of those uh, Russian illicit ships um, transiting oil from Iran are uh, being allowed to pass. But uh, whether or not that conflict broadens, we shall see. I have a pretty strong feeling that oil would be significantly lower uh, were it not for that geopolitical risk premium built into current prices. But uh, the U.S. announcing a coalition to defend maritime trade with about 10 nations involved. So more to come on that front, I imagine, in the, in the weeks to come as that war is ongoing. Uh, also over in the oil complex, uh, Angola left OPEC. They're only really 2% of OPEC's production. But uh, it, interesting to see, you know, OPEC no longer being really the marginal producer, you know, that title being held by the United States. Um, internal dissension with re respect to planned production cuts there, especially from Africa, where uh, no one wants to be compliant. And, you know, prices are in a, in a level now where, you know, they're above break-evens and uh, everyone wants to make money. But uh, on the earnings front, finally, last thing to, to visit this week um, in, in terms of market updates, but uh, Nike and FedEx both missed horribly. Uh, their stocks got absolutely punished as a result. Nike having one of its worst uh, days in 20 years or something. But um, also, I think important context on that one. Stock's back to where it was two weeks ago. So <laughs> I don't know how sentiment is, isn't so dour there, but uh, for all of the bluster about it, you know, stock really just gave up the December gains in a matter of a couple, couple hours on uh, Friday morning. But uh, other interesting news in the market this week, of course, was that, that big sell-off we had on Wednesday. Uh, the market, you know, and I think it, I like to talk about it just because it's so emblematic of broader trends in markets, which is, you know, the market takes the escalator on the way up and the elevator on the way down. And uh, we gave up about $600 billion in market cap in the two hours before the close on Wednesday. Uh, and it had, you know, that was equivalent to five or six previous days of gains. And so uh, it's just broadly indicative, I think, of this idea that you take the elevator or you take the escalator up and the elevator down. It's, it's 
as prices get, you know, valuations get more expensive and we get so-called priced for perfection, uh, there's certainly uh, imminent risk to the downside on any bad news. But that's something to keep in mind over the next couple couple quarters as we try to thread the needle on this uh, soft landing. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next segment on Financial Focus Radio. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. it here and we think you will too welcome to alpine meadows beautifully kept landscaping alpine meadows has one bedroom apartments and two and three bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer beautiful decks patios and designer kitchens alpine meadows is conveniently located next to the dallas california highway and minutes away from orchard parks nature trails a place proud to call home google alpine meadows townhomes professionally managed by norris and stevens you enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Bend Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. From the top of your head to the tips of your fingers and toes, Pendleton, Columbia, and Eddie Bauer at Bend Factory Stores will keep you comfortable this winter. Warm winter boots, coats, and gloves at Columbia. Cozy fleece shirts and classic layering pieces from Eddie Bauer. And famous wool blankets and flannels at Pendleton. Stay warm and snug with the winter essentials from the Bend Factory Stores. Smart shoppers start at the Bend Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Hi, I'm Leslie for Osteo Strong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with OsteoStrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. OsteoStrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google OsteoStrong event or give them a call. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with OsteoStrong of Bend. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Hey, everyone out there. Thanks for joining us on this holiday edition of Financial Focus Radio Show. Uh, thanks for spending a little bit of your holiday weekend with us. Uh, my usual co-host, Tyler Simonis, will be joining me for the second half of the show um, on my own again this week. This is your normal co-host, Josh Vanelli. 
Um, the thing about this week, uh, this is the Santa Claus rally, of course. We, you know, the last week of the trading week of the year. We're uh, in the thick of it this December. Uh, it's been really, really nice for risk assets. And uh, I wanted to talk, I titled this segment The Immaculate Disinflation, but I wanted to kick it off uh, with a user email uh, or with a listener email. But before I get there, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, sentiment. Uh, sentiment is a solid contrary indicator. And the only reason for that is just when, when everyone feels maximally optimistic, uh, the only possible change in sentiment is for the worst. And of course, when everyone feels pessimistic, stops can climb that wall of worry. Uh, as sentiment ultimately reverts to normal. But interestingly, uh, last week on Friday, the S&P 500, uh, SPY, uh, the largest ETF, it's been around since 1993, had its biggest single day inflow on record. $21 billion uh, poured into that ETF. Uh, dating back to the ETF's inception in 93, this has never been seen. Total uh, inflows last week alone hit $24 billion. That's a new record. Uh, just yesterday, SPY saw another $10 billion, uh, putting the total at nearly $35 billion since last money, uh, since last Monday. So that's $35 billion in six trading days, or almost $5.8 billion per day. Uh, of course, that titanic shift coming just a few weeks uh, after the very, very dour sentiment uh, that started percolating in September and continued on uh, through the month of October. We got that, what, I think it was a 13% sell-off off the highs uh, reached at the end of July. But that flow is actually chasing, right? So all the flow came after the easy money got made. Uh, not unusual. And, of course, the $8 trillion or so sitting in money markets uh, with the expected rate cuts next year, uh, that will likely be the next leg up in markets uh, as that money looks lower yields in the face and starts getting that FOMO, fear of missing out, and starts chasing markets, of course, when uh, they've already rallied significantly off the lows. But no one ever wants to clutch a falling knife, and it is difficult to want to buy uh, into uncertainty. But, of course, uh, it's a, usually the best idea. But uh, another thing that caught my eye this week, uh, the iconic U.S. Steel, ticker symbol X, uh, selling or pur purported to be sold to uh, Nippon Steel out of Japan for $14.1 billion. Uh, whether or not that deals go through, uh, of course, there'll be a lot of FTC uh, scrutiny there. That's an iconic American company. Uh, interestingly, it was, occurred on the same day that the Adobe Figma deal collapsed. That was Adobe paying... Uh, $20 billion uh, for a company with essentially no revenue. And so I just thought those numbers were insane and juxtaposed next to each other on the same day. Interesting commentary into the world that we live in that, uh, you know, the, the largest U.S. steel producer, uh, you know, the physical economy, the $14 billion deal for a multi-hundred-year-old business uh, versus a uh, Figma and basically free Adobe tool that they were buying so they didn't have to compete with. Uh, that deal collapsed, but uh, it was a $20 billion acquisition. Funny to see that physical digital divide uh, represented on the same day like that, but just why I wanted to point it out. But, uh, you know, what's the, the immaculate disinflation, now turning to that, uh, what's increasingly evident is that uh, this Fed is not going to sacrifice household savings and faith in stocks to the cause of reaching 2% inflation sooner than during some two to three year time frame if recession can be avoided. And they're going to still, they're going to ignore high service inflation uh, while deflating goods prices and that'll pull core inflation closer to 3%. And this combination of solid growth, sharply declining inflation and easier monetary policy, and of course, lower long-term rates is exceptionally friendly for risk asset markets. And that brings me into the uh, uh, listener email. And this is from Jim uh, over in Bend. And he says, Dear Tyler, I still listen to your radio show and watch your monthly video updates. I enjoy it very much. I agree that the economy isn't what it seems to be. Many people are still struggling and the government has no idea what it's doing. That said, you and Josh have been 100% wrong with everything you've said in 2023. If we wish hard enough, your prediction of recession will eventually come true. I also think it's important to get challenged from time to time. You all don't know everything about everything. Sincerely, Jim. Jim, thank you very much for the email, and thanks for listening to the show. And, of course, we love to be challenged, but uh, I, you know, I would, I'd give a nuanced take on that in that 
I was very, very bullish to start the year 2023 just because all I did was talk to a negative wall of sentiment at the beginning of the year. And it's why I start to get increasingly bearish in times like this when, uh, you know, we're up eight straight weeks. And, uh, you know, again, it's a contrary indicator. Consensus never happens. And when feelings are maximally optimistic, there's usually a short-term letdown. And, you know, I'm anticipating that into 2024. But I thought we could thread the needle. And the reason I always thought that uh, was simply because the labor market, to me, based on demographics, is an unstoppable juggernaut. And I'll pick on Tyler because he's not here, but he argues with me in the office almost every week about demographics not being real and not mattering. Uh, And I am completely on the other side of that coin. I I think they matter more than anything. uh, And there's certainly lots of other dynamics that can come into play. Uh, But the side of the table that we sit on, it is increasingly obvious to me uh, that it's not it would take a significantly higher rate of interest uh, to quell, uh, you know, the unstoppable juggernaut that is the labor market. So I'd, I'd tell you to listen a little bit more nuance. But, you know, there's no question that the economy is slowing in certain aspects. Uh, Nike warned about the consumer spend uh, consumer spending this week. Uh, FedEx missed dramatically, got absolutely destroyed on earnings. But um I think it might be a little too soon to uh, to claim victory and take that victory lap on the soft landing. And, uh, you know, I've never thought that the analog for this cycle was the 1970s. Uh, you know, when you really saw this, really everything got kicked off by energy, but it's the same sort of demographic thrust of millennials. But you didn't have uh, the generation that had accumulated so much wealth retiring into it. And so the the analog for me was always post-World War II, but I do believe, and here's where I take that, make a little more nuanced take here, we are in a period of structurally higher inflation and the physical economy is going to be where that emanates from uh, in addition to services industries. And service inflation is still at 4%. And, uh, you know, the Fed's own projections don't indicate that we are going to go back uh, to 2% anytime soon. And I'm also a student of history. And I remember back in 2010 uh, when Ben Bernanke said with 100% confidence uh, on 60 Minutes that, uh, they have the ability to control inflation and that they will not allow inflation to rise above 2%. And the reality that uh, that this is the facts, and inflation's averaged 2.6% in the 13 years since Bernanke said that back in 2010. Uh, so, you know, this also, I think, highlights this reality that staying fully invested is absolutely imperative. We've been fully invested. Our clients have been fully invested through the duration of the cycle. Uh, it is absolutely never a binary decision. So even though we've been relatively bearish and you know pretty apprehensive about this massive increase in stock prices, we've been fully invested through it. So uh, we get to enjoy the fruits of higher prices. And you know I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> and so uh, that, I just wanted to address that. But uh, also... The the new floor on inflation is evidently 2%, which was the old ceiling. And I think that is the argument that, to me, uh, I've been making for really the last three years. But uh, thank you again for the email, and uh, thanks all you for listening. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com.
Cascade Mattress and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location in the Ben Factory stores and their new location in downtown Redmond. To celebrate and say thanks to the community, Cascade Mattress is giving the best deals of the season at the year-end clearance sale. Start by saving hundreds on in-stock King and Queen Sealy Posturepedic Pillow Tops. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both store locations with up to 50% off bed frames and bedroom groupings. And get the best deals of the year on 2023 closeouts and in-stock floor models. Get your best sleep in 2024 when you shop the year-end clearance sale at Cascade Mattress and Furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST. We love it here and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Find all the trendy styles for your teen or young adult at Maurice's and Runway Fashion Exchange. Check out their list of sneakers, boots, and what's hot at Rack Room Shoes and Nike, all at factory store prices. Make your holiday list easier when you shop Nike, Maurice's, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Rack Room Shoes at the Bend Factory Stores. Smart shoppers start at the Bend Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aww, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Vamos a tener mucha diversión. And that means we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. You're listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month that we send out via email. Uh, so if you want to get added to that list, go to our website, NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. A box will pop up and you can put your info in there. And that's the only thing we'll send you. And in that video, we just talk about what's going on in markets. We did one on Friday entitled Recessions Canceled Deluxe Edition. So you definitely want to get watch that video because I watched it and I didn't even know what I was talking about and I was the one in the video. So good luck. Uh, this this quote 
comes from uh, and it's an it's an anonymous quote and it um, happened uh, after World War. The quote came out after World War Two, and so I apologize that it's going to sound very sexist, sexist, sexist. But it, at the time it was said, uh, it was it wasn't considered sexist. Of course, I know it's 2023 and it does, but you'll get the gist of what I'm saying. Um, soft men create hard times. Hard men create soft times. And so obviously when you think about like the greatest generation, they created uh, some really easy times in America. And uh, I would I would venture to say that we have quite soft people in the United States. I, I often say that we are veal calves now because God forbid we don't get to buy our giant SUV or fly to Hawaii for vacation. Uh, and I think that's like the mandate the Fed thinks about, like, you know, about when they're trying to manage this so-called economy and um, you know, the, one of the most important things uh, in a capitalistic free market society is a recession. It's a cleansing, you know, all the businesses that shouldn't exist go away, uh, but it makes uh, uh, the economy stronger. It's the free market, right? It's the invisible hand. And, um, you know, one of the things that's very sad to me is all of the people that believe what I believe are dying. And I don't have a platform and a voice you know, that, that is anybody cares about other than, than you all listening, uh, that is heard uh, out there. But, you know, Ken Langone, all these guys, these behemoths on Wall Street, Charlie Munger just died, you know, Warren Buffett's really old. And, and, and they, and they subscribe to the same idea that like, we need to stop trying to manage the economy. We need to let the invisible hand do its thing. Um, but the politicians and the mon- the people that are dealing with monetary policy, I don't, unfortunately, don't agree. The media with me. cycle doesn't play very well to uh, responsible commentators reiterating the same fundamental truths. Yeah. That's uh, not something that sells in the 24/7 news cycle. And I also, you know, for those of you who don't know, Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's partner, died uh, recently. And I, I, when I was flying back from uh, Europe last week, I, I saw this quote, and I, I wanted to, I wanted to say it because I think it's really important, especially if you have kids or grandkids. He says, uh, Charlie Munger said. Spend each day trying to be a little wiser than you were when you woke up. Discharge your duties faithfully and well. Systematically, you get ahead, but not necessarily in fast spurts. Nevertheless, you build discipline by preparing for fast spurts. Slug it out one inch at a time, day by day. At the end of the day, if you live long enough, most people get what they deserve. I hate the word deserve, but in, in this case, I think he's right. So... Uh, that, that's like, people don't think that way anymore. You know, I, I see these TikTok videos of, of people in Josh's age or younger that, you know, they want to be the CEO five minutes after they graduate from college. There's no like paying your dues anymore. That concept, uh, unfortunately, um, I, I don't know why when I do this radio show now, I sound like I'm 82 years old, but I, I, I guess I'm the problem. Like I, I need to, to move to some country that agrees with me. And I don't know what that country is, but uh, this country uh, used to be that country. When I graduated from college, like uh, paying your dues was still a thing, but it's not anymore. Well, you were, when you were gone, we did a have fun staying poor edition of financial focus radio. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's because like my, you can be, you can have a YouTube channel and make 5 million bucks a year and don't actually create any, you just like, it, 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 it makes me crazy to think about. Well, it, you know, your kids generation and younger, being famous they is a more important goal than being rich yeah in all those surveys and that to me is just totally incomprehensible because <laughs> i'd rather be rich and anonymous but that that's what tiktok brain is uh on the dopamine treadmill <laughs> thanks thanks <laughs> mark zuckerberg to, turned up to 125 it's totally insane all right, let's tackle some email questions. Uh, this doesn't say who it's from. Um, I'm 67 and delaying taking my Social Security until age 70. Congratulations uh, to take advantage of the 8% annual deferral. What he mean, or what this person means, I shouldn't say he, he or she means, is that every year you delay taking Social Security, it goes up by 8%, the income. Uh, I was told by an individual at Social Security that it w- won't get any inflation adjustments, such as the 8%. 8.7% uh, we got two years ago, and that people only receive the inflation adjustments if they're actually rec- receiving Social Security. Is that correct? That's sad to think about, but no, that's not correct. I can't believe you actually got that information from the Social Security Administration. So 
what this person is talking about is like every year there's the cost of living adjustment for Social Security. I think this year it's going to be four point two percent the the cost of annual cost of living adjustment for Social Security recipients. So that cost of living adjustment applies to everybody's benefit, whether they're taking it or not. Three point two. Three point two. So the 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 cost of living adjustment uh, annually that Social Security announces um, is. It happens no matter what. If you're if you're Josh's age, thirty six years, 30, whatever you are, thirty seven years old, and you're and you're uh, still not, it, it still applies to his benefit. Um, the the eight percent annual increase that you get by delaying taking Social Security also happens. So they go together. So you know, Josh and I talk all the time about delay Social Security as long as you possibly can because it's one of the best hedges you can have against inflation is delaying Social Security. You know, we tell people take the money from your retirement account, delay taking Social Security, and then when you get to seventy or sixty eight, sixty nine. And you take Social Security, you drop the amount you're taking from your retirement account assets because it is, it is the cost of living and annual cost of living adjustments plus the eight percent. And so, you know, the last three years, that's been a big, big number. So I, I'm a little sad that somebody from Social Security gave you bad information, but uh, that is the and when correct. They, they talk about cutting spending in the federal government. Notice they never, ever, ever mention the entitlement side of the budget. It's only about the discretionary side. So. We don't really put much credence into the idea that Social Security benefits are uh, at risk simply because it seems something that's completely politically untenable. Yeah, it's the third rail rail of politics. I mean, you know, maybe we will have some changes to Social Security, but if you're Josh's age uh, or my age maybe even – that could be affected. But if you are, you know, 55 plus, the idea that, you know, who, who votes in America, right? People that are 55 plus um, and the idea that you're paid into the system that is going to chip you uh, it, it, politically. Nobody gets elected by saying they're going to take things away. Let's put it that way. Uh, Art and Ben, uh, you guys tell us day in and day out how important it is to save in a 401k and Roth IRA accounts, but you never explain how we'd be able to withdraw the money in retirement. Are we allowed to withdraw the funds at will, like a checking account? Are we obligated to establish a withdrawal schedule? I plan on start using my nest egg at the earliest possible date, 59 and a half. Uh, well, I, Art, I would, unless you have a, like a giant pile of money, I would caution you from taking it uh, immediately. There, you know, there is no uh, rule around uh, when you can take that money out. You're not required to take uh, to set a schedule. The only time you're required to do anything with your 401k money, your your you know money that went in pre-tax, is when you uh, reach. Uh, well, in your case, it's going to be 75. Uh, but it, it, people now at 73, you have to start taking required minimum distributions. Um, so, you know, y- you want to set up your account so that it, it can be set up to take withdrawals, you know, have a certain amount in, in safe assets so that, you know, you can pull money from there if the stock market's down. But, um, you know, Art, I would really, cons- you know, if you're retired 59 and a half, you start taking withdrawals, unless you know you, you have like a short life expectancy, that kind of thing, you have to be very careful uh, to start taking money. But yeah, you, you have full access to that. Just know that, you know, your money from your 401k, that the one in pre-tax, you're going to owe ordinary income when you take withdrawals. Um, your Roth, you're not going to have uh, any tax liability. So just understand the tax implications of taking it uh, and, and what that means. And then, you know, you're going to want to make sure that you take, uh, in your case of 59 and a half, probably 4% or less on an annual basis so that uh, the money doesn't run out before you do. All right. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office 800-743-0988 or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
Commander, you've spent two years in space. What's been the biggest adjustment since you've been back? Well, the last couple of years have been pretty unusual. But since I've been back on terra firma, I've had a heightened awareness of Earth's gravity and its effects on the body. Yes, right there. Do you have a plan for dealing with that? Yes, I'm returning to a regular routine at the ACB. The ACB? The Athletic Club of Bend. The adrenaline rush I got during re-entry was amazing. I'm going to reproduce that by transitioning from weightlessness to pumping weights with swimming, running, spinning, tennis. You know, in space, it never changes. But down here, we've got to prepare for the upcoming season. That's for sure. And what I really like is being part of another like-minded community, alive with its own sort of kinetic energy. And the ACB has way more space than when I was actually in space. Sounds like a stellar plan. <laughs> the Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. Just go to athleticclubofbend.com. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Driving a big rig in winter can be tough. Breaking down in the cold is worse. If you break down in the Portland area, call Ultimate Truck Service first at exit 995 Vancouver. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services, they keep you rolling. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. I am part of said team, Tyler Simonis, and that guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. The one and only ladies, Josh Finelli. We're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. I guess men, too. Uh, Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in Bend. And if, uh, if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, uh, you can go to our website. That's uh, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Just send us an email. Say, add me to your e-newsletter list, and we'll get you on that list. You just, uh, you, in the, on the 15th and 30th every month, we'll get a short five- or six-minute video uh, from us, talk, or Josh and our clients, how it affects Portfolios. This comes from Bloomberg. In the year August 2000, Fortune magazine published 10 stocks to last the next decade. Uh, by December of 2012, so 12 years later, a portfolio containing those 10 stocks had lost 75% of <laughs> its value. <laughs> and this is Fortune, right? There's some sharp cookies that work at Fortune. Again, another reason that if the so-called experts can't be picking winners, why do you th are going to be so good at it either? So, it, it, you know, it it's re doesn't seem like it should be hard, but it is really, really hard to pick stocks successfully. Most stocks have awful track records over time. Uh, and then, so this sort of reiterates that um, all economists agree that predicting a stock's price is tough, but only 59% of Americans agree 
with that statement. So, you know, most of you out there think that uh, picking winning stocks and, and knowing what the direction of the market is relatively easy to see. Uh, we know that that's not true. Josh and I know uh, doing what we do that, that, that it's not true. And, you know, we had uh, in the middle of June toward the ends of June when the market was down, uh, the S&P was down 20 and the NASDAQ was down almost 30 percent on a year to date basis. Worst start to the year in a long, long time. We had a lot of people saying to us that the market was going to go down another 20% by the end of summer. Here we are close to the end of summer and markets have rallied significantly. And our phones are dead. Yeah. And, and those people that thought that the end of the world was imminent, guess what? They're gone. And I, you know, it's so hard for us to not call them and say, well, what happened now that stocks are up? Shouldn't we go to cash? Like this is when we should go to cash. Right. And you know, it's like, why weren't you calling us last December when the market wasn't at an all-time high and saying, you know, I think markets are going to go down? No, you waited for markets to go down 20% and then you called. And so don't be one of those people. You cannot time markets. It's time in the markets rather than trying to time the markets, which is how you'll be successful. But you should none of you should be out there picking individual stocks. Uh, if you do it over time, the S&P is going to trounce you. And I know you can say, I'm going to buy Amazon, I'm going to buy Apple, I'm going to buy Google. Those are all unbelievably great businesses. They've created wealth like almost nothing ever has. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're going to beat the S&P 500 over the rest of your investing lifetime. Statistically, the chances of that happening are close to zero. Okay, let's talk about taxable investment accounts. So, you know, this is one of those things that Josh and I take for granted, uh, knowing that these things exist. Uh, but when we talk to them, uh, when we talk about them with uh, prospective clients or clients and, and, and adding money to them or opening them and, and funding them, um, it's as if we're splitting the atom. So, Josh, first, just explain. I know it sounds basic, but explain uh, to everybody what a taxable investment account is, and then we can talk about why we think they're so great. Taxable investment account is just like it sounds. It's just essentially a bank account for stocks, and most people out there listening, you may already have one, and you probably call it or reference it as your brokerage account, and uh, that's just – a place that you know it's not you're not getting tax deferred growth like you would in an IRA and you're not being you're not able to uh, reduce your taxable income via uh, contributions it's just a place where you are parking money and you can own the exact same investments in a taxable account uh, that you buy in your retirement accounts yeah so I mean the advantage is so so the wealthiest people in the world uh, this is where most of their money is. So they either have it in the trust, but if you think about, you know, Jeff Bezos or or, or uh, Bill Gates or all these kids, they own most of their shares in the company in a taxable form. It's not in a tax deferred form because there are no contribution limits. You can put a hundred billion dollars in a taxable account, uh, which it, is its greatest advantage. Is the extreme flexibility that you're offered, and uh, it's. You know, that money is liquid in two days if you're buying something that settles on the New York Stock Exchange. So, so it's the other reason, you know, every, the Bernie Sanders of the world talk about, Elizabeth Warren talk about why the wealthy pay the lowest, such low tax rates. You know, they say, well, you know, these guys are paying 15 or 20 percent taxes when their secretary is paying 25 percent. And it's because the, this is how most of these people get their – where they get their money. And the the tax the taxation of these accounts is at a much more Which I think rate is a, than I, ordinary income. I think is a great segue to one of the other primary advantages of this type of account is it offers near tax free compounding if you plan carefully. So, you know, if you're like us and you're using exchange traded funds that don't pay capital gains each year, uh, you're essentially going to have very minimal tax liability associated with this account, provided you're not realizing actively realizing big gains. So, of course, I max out my retirement uh, contributions every year uh, dutifully, but, you know, I can save more. Thankfully, I'm thankful enough that I, I can save more above that. And so I save way more in this kind of account that's a joint account for my wife and I than I do anywhere else. And like Josh said, you have full liquidity. I have access to this money at any time. In fact, I have a checkbook on my uh, taxable investment account. I, I don't have to wait till I'm 59 and a half. If a business opportunity comes up, I can use it for that. Uh, and again, remember, I'm paying capital gains rate taxes, which is a lower tax rate than my income tax rate. And I'm just paying it on the gain, not the total amount, like when you take money out of your IRA. So there's a ton of flexibility that go along in owning a taxable investment account. And then most importantly, and this is the big one, um, 
when, because we've been doing this so long, when you get to retirement, and let's say you have a, a client with a $2 million IRA and you have a client with a $2 million taxable account, the person with a $2 million taxable account is in much better shape because their tax liability to get at their money is so much less than the person taking money out of the IRA. So if you take money out of a traditional IRA, you're paying ordinary income tax on the whole amount. So if you take out 10000 bucks and you live in the state of Oregon, uh, most likely you're going to net about 7500 after taxes, seven or 7500 If you take the ten, same $10,000 out of a uh, taxable account, you can do some tax planning that your tax liability might be negligible at best. The reason we're such big proponents is because you're able to control where your marginal dollar, that next dollar comes from. And so when you have those big one-time expenses, uh, you don't need to be rating your IRA above your required minimum distribution to access that money. So it lowers your overall cost of capital gives you that big amount of flexibility. And we see the psychological impact of a higher net after-tax distribution and then that it leads to people actually wanting to spend their own money. We see this unnatural aversion to spending from a qualified account uh, because of the tax liability associated with distributions. The financial services industry, financial advisors, CPAs, want everybody to put as much money and have all their money in tax-deferred accounts. Uh, we're, we're just not as bigger proponents of that because when you get to retirement, like Josh said, the accessibility of these taxable investment accounts is so much better and you can control the taxes. So as long as you invest in tax-efficient investments, which is what you should be doing uh, in these kind of accounts, uh, you should be aggressively saving in a taxable investment account. All right, if you want to be part of the program, you have a question or comment, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always send us an email by going to our northwestquadrantwealth.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. 